The stranger entered Kingsholm on the third and final day of the Midsummer Festival. Lesser versions of the festival were celebrated throughout the kingdom of Yorsk, but here in the capital city, the residents threw themselves into the celebration with an almost maniacal glee. There was much to celebrate. Under the wise leadership of King Oliver, the residents of Kingsholm had enjoyed another year of peace and prosperity. Only the most bitter and contrary of the elders tried to dampen the celebration by pointing out that in times not so long ago peace and prosperity had been enjoyed throughout the kingdom. Now scarce a month went by that they did not hear tales of hardship from the distant corners of Yorsk, stories of failed harvests, attacking marauders, or uncanny plagues. But since these evils had yet to touch the lives of those who lived in the capital, they were deemed of little consequence. At first the stranger too appeared of little consequence. He might have been any trader or farmer, come to King's home to take part in the great celebration. But he did not mingle with the crowds, instead passing through them as if they held no power to touch him. Devlin Stonehand regarded the celebrating townsfolk with a mix of impatience and dismay. In other circumstances he would have chosen to wait outside the city for another day, until the festival was concluded. But the choice was not his. Without coin in his pocket, there was no inn where he could sleep, or tavern that would feed him. He had not eaten in two days, and now he had a choice between begging in the streets, or going forward to discover whatever fate awaited him at the palace. As he stepped around a crowd of drunken revelers, Devlin could not help thinking how different it would be in his own country of Duncare. There any stranger would find himself welcomed for the festival, and offered hospitality. His weeks of travel had taught him not to expect similar treatment in Yorsk. He had reached the outskirts of Kingsholm at midday, although it was difficult to say where the city actually began, as outlying farms gave way to villages and small shops, which blended seamlessly into the outskirts of the city. It was only when the road widened and he found himself surrounded by crowds that he realized he had reached the great city. Kingsholm was the most famous city of the realm, and drew people from all corners of the world. It was said that Kingsholm was not one city, but three, consisting of the outer city, the old inner city, and finally the palace. Each was contained within the other, yet still held its own separate identity. The outer city had sprung up around the walls of Kingsholm as the population swelled beyond what the old city could hold. The nobles had left the inner city to build their grand houses on the North Hill. To the east lay the residences of the merchants and most respected of the artisans. To the south and west sides were given over to commerce, warehouses, and the large squares where markets and bazaars were held. It was here that the most raucous celebrations were to be found, and it was this quarter that he must cross on his way to the inner city. Devlin winded his way through the crowds. 
he made a few wrong turns, and once had to retrace his steps to avoid a religious procession, but he was not lost. From any square he could look north to glimpse the white spires that marked his destination. A granite wall marked the start to the old city. There was a gate, but no guards stood watch, and the gate seemed permanently fixed open. Passing under the arch into the cobbled streets beyond, Devlin was struck at once by the change. Unlike the outer city of wood and brightly painted plaster, the buildings of the inner city were imposing edifices, made of grey and white stone. They were well built, but had a dingy air as if the buildings themselves knew that time and fashion had passed them by.